You're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I'm a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or you finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. and welcome back to another episode. Before I start saying anything, I just want to apologize for my voice today. Uh, There have just been all these colds and stuff going around and I just feel like I haven't been able to shake mine for the entire winter, which is so annoying, but it's okay. I actually feel fine. I just sound a bit nasally, so please just ignore that if you can. Uh, A little life update from me. I posted something pretty deep on Instagram recently. I have, um, I guess, been struggling a bit with the darkness of winter. I have never had a full-time job before and I've never had to travel for work. So I've been kind of leaving in the dark, getting home in the dark for the past few months. And that has been really hard. I've never really thought about how much being in just daylight and the sunshine and being able to enjoy that time at home actually means to me. So that's been something that I have been struggling with a little bit. And obviously just a few personal things going on. Um, For those of you who don't follow me, First of all, why not? But secondly, my best mate, Ned, who is also my dog, uh, was diagnosed with cancer earlier this year. And this has been just a bloody huge emotional and financial stress for both me and my partner. But I am pleased to say that Ned is doing really well and we are actually heading to an end point in his treatment and I'm finally just starting to feel like I'm out of this weird mental rut. The days seem to be getting a little bit lighter for a little bit longer and I just feel like I'm coming to the point where things are opening up for me again and we're getting through winter and hopefully I can shake this cold. So sorry to start on a weird uh, kind of negative, but I'm sure that there's people, especially if you live in Melbourne, that can relate to this. This year, of course, has been wonderful in so many ways. And then there have just been other really bad parts as well. It's just been this whole whirlwind. But it actually got me thinking the other day back to the start of the year and my New Year's resolutions and all of those things. As usual, I created a bunch of them. I've probably ruined like 10 of them already. I should probably do a real goal setting episode so that I can follow my own as well. But one of the big ones that I made at the start of the year was to stop being so much of a bloody people pleaser and with that to say no and to just say no and not really have to lie or make up an excuse or a fake reason not to do something. I don't know if people can relate to that as well. That's something that I have really struggled with is if it gets the end of the week and there's maybe some social plans or something that I'm just really not that keen on. I'll try and make up all these other reasons as to why I can't go. And I've really wanted to work on just being able to say, no, I don't want to come because I don't feel like it right now. And I think that has been great for me. I have been able to do that in this first half of the year, which has been awesome. And I've been really, really set on creating some clear boundaries and just really doing what I want. And I think that has been really important with all the curveballs that this year has thrown at me. It's almost like 
life has kind of forced me to do that anyway. And of course, with everything that was going on with Neto, half of my time right now, I'm just wanting to spend at home with him or at the park with him. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that has been something that has been huge for me this year. And that, of course, brings us to today's topic, which is all about setting and creating boundaries. We're going to talk about how to do it and why it is important for yourself and your relationships and how it can just benefit you and your life overall. We talk about uh, self-respect that comes with it, a bit more self-confidence and what to do if someone doesn't agree with your boundaries. So what do I actually mean by boundaries? This is something that's actually come up a lot in my health lessons with various year levels this year. So it's something that I guess seems to be a little bit more common knowledge these days students that I teach often do understand what boundaries are and what they mean. And I feel like when I was growing up, I probably wouldn't have been able to tell you if you asked me. And now boundaries, these are things that you do actually really have to make the time to sit down, write down and work through what you actually want and what your expectations actually are. It's not always something that just comes to you really easily. So essentially, boundaries are limits or guidelines. They can also be referred to as rules, but that seems quite concrete, and I don't really like the sound of them being concrete or really set in stone. So I'm going to refer to them more as guidelines. And this is something that a person creates for themselves about what another person can expect from them or the way a person expects to be treated by other people as well. Creating these guidelines is super important for us to be physically, emotionally, and mentally healthy. It allows us to protect and maintain self-respect, navigate healthy relationships, and can even improve our self-esteem. It's also important to make sure that we create these boundaries in a healthy way. If we are too strict or rigid with ourselves, this can lead us to avoid close relationships or become quite detached from relationships Or on the other hand, if you were too open or loose with your boundaries, you might find it difficult to say no, like I do, become a bit of a people pleaser or an oversharer, or find yourself really involved with other people's problems. Now, I talked about not wanting them to be quite concrete or set in stone, and this is because your boundaries are likely to change between relationships and are probably going to change over time as your needs change as well. Generally, boundaries are persuaded or created based on beliefs and values. Religion can even play a part in this as well. For example, sharing certain information might not be acceptable in certain religions, so that might have an impact on your personal boundaries. And it's important to remember, as I've said, learning how to set and create these boundaries or these guidelines It is a skill and it's a big, big part of having emotional literacy and working on that. If you don't know what emotional literacy means, I have done an episode on this a little while ago, so head back and listen to that. But let's talk about why setting boundaries is actually important. Why do we need them? The first thing I'm going to touch on here is about the improvement of self-esteem and independence. So boundaries allow us to have really clear expectations, not only for ourselves, but for others as well. It means that we know what we want, expect and desire from others. And this in turn can improve feelings of independence and self-confidence. So 
It's really about knowing yourself and what you need, which we will talk about how to deep dive into that a little bit later. It's being able to say yes and no, as well as being okay if someone says no to you as well. So I think that part of it is maybe something people learn from childhood. Like there's some kids where you can say no to them and they're fine. And there's some kids you say no and they'll have a giant tantrum and maybe it will depend on the day as well. But this is something that as we grow older, we actually have to unlearn in a way or continue to work on our emotional regulation and again, our emotional intelligence. The second thing I'm going to touch on here is how it can conserve your emotional energy. So it can help you to really conserve energy for ourselves. And again, this is going to be different for different people. If you are constantly worrying or looking after other people, you might actually risk losing the time and the energy to spend time on yourself or with yourself. And this is something that might change even day to day, depending on your mood. And it actually does remind me of what I was speaking about before with saying no, when you want to say no, it's about taking the time for you when you need it. And that is setting a boundary, being able to say, you know what? I don't really feel like coming out tonight. I feel like (laughs) getting a bit personal, but I feel like sitting on the couch with my partner, watching the footy on a Friday. That is what I want right now. Being able to be like, That's what I need, recognizing that and just saying no and being honest and telling the truth. Let me tell you, it feels way better to just be open and honest about it and about your needs and wants than trying to make up all these excuses about why you can't make something or why you can't get to something. The third one here is about communicating our needs. So if you take time to work out what you want from yourself and others, it will make it a thousand times easier to communicate your feelings, your needs, your emotions in your relationships. And when I say relationships, I'm not just talking about your intimate partner. Uh, Of course, this can be for friendships, for family relationships, even work relationships as well. It's really, really hard to be clear about your expectations if you don't know what they are. I can relate to this a little bit in times of my life where I felt a certain way or done something that I didn't actually really feel like doing and then almost found myself feeling a little bit resentful towards maybe a situation or a person, even though I'm the one that didn't communicate properly. And I'm sure I'm not alone on that, or I hope not. I'm probably exposing myself a little bit in this episode, but this is something that it takes time to learn. And it's something that again, will inevitably change as you get older and your needs change. Remember, all of these things that we're talking about, these are skills. Regulating your emotions, understanding other people's emotions. These are things that we do actually have to learn sometimes. So don't beat yourself up if you're listening to this like me and thinking, oh, these are things that maybe I need to work on. That's the point. This is good. It's something that's continuous. We are always, always learning. The last one I'm going to talk about here is about how boundaries give us time and space to be both vulnerable and to also protect ourselves. So creating boundaries can stop us from oversharing with other people. Now, according to Healthline, oversharing might look like posting personal rants or attacks on social media, uh, having no filter for the drama that's going on in your life sharing personal details with new people. And this might be because you really want to speed up the friendship, having really dominated or one-sided conversations 
and having the expectation that your family and your friends are going to be there for you for an emotional dump or like a therapy session at all times. This is something that can actually hinder relationships and can almost cause a bit of emotional hostility between people. Of course, every now and again is fine. That's what support networks are for if you're feeling a certain way, but you do need to take into account other people's boundaries as well. So of course, it is possible to break others' boundaries. And a part of having that emotional intelligence is being able to identify that in one way or another, as well as ensure other people communicate their needs as well. So this is something that we all need to do. It's never just about one person. On the other hand here, there's going to be times in your life where you might feel safe enough to actually break down your boundaries and be vulnerable. And this is also really important to do maybe over time in relationships as well. Once again, Your boundaries do not have to stay. They shouldn't be rigid and they shouldn't be these things that are really set. If you feel comfortable to break down a personal boundary with someone, then that's okay. As long as it doesn't cost you any physical, mental or emotional well-being. So it's all well and good to talk about why boundaries are important, but how the hell do I actually set and create my own boundaries? Now, this does mean we need to do a little bit of groundwork to figure them out. And journaling and writing all of this stuff down is super helpful. So that is my first recommendation. To start, you need to work out both your values and your needs. Talking about our needs, we can come back to things that we often learn in school. So this is about your rights. Even basic human rights can help you identify these things. So, for example, I know at my school, we talked about having the right to be treated with respect or having the right to be somewhere or having the right to feel safe and supported. The list goes on. There could be a million different things that you think about, right? This is about thinking about those really basic things that you feel like you need, that you can't go or thrive or learn without. And if you're struggling with this, it can be quite overwhelming. It's It might help to talk to someone you trust about what they feel are some basic rights. Believe it or not, even just writing them down and identifying these things actually makes it easier to fulfill them as a boundary. So once you've found a few basic needs, we need to identify our values. So you could do this by writing down 10 of your values. Now, if you don't know what values are, these are pretty much just attributes that you wish to uphold as a person or you you think are important in the people in your life. So these could be things like honesty, determination, selflessness, understanding, happiness, empathy, etc. The list just goes on. Now, once you've written down 10, I want you to try and narrow down this list to find five core values. Now, you can begin to create boundaries that then encompass these values and ensure that you maintain the rights that you identified earlier. So that might just sound like a whole bunch of words, but An example here might be you have the right to feel safe and supported and you also value honesty. So this is a boundary that you set for your relationships. You expect the people in your life to be honest with you and you will also be honest with them. 
Therefore, if a person crosses this boundary and maybe treats you in a way that is dishonest or lies to you, you can reflect on this and say, this is not okay with me. This is something that has upset me. And you can then communicate that. So it's not just about the setting of the boundaries, but the way that doing this actually helps to identify your emotions as well. This can be so helpful when it comes to any kind of conflict or argument and the way that we can build upon healthy resolution. Again, if that sounds like a bunch of words, I've also done an episode on that. So conflict resolution is up there as well if you want to have a listen to that too. Now, the third part of setting boundaries is to try and be assertive and also remembering to use effective communication when communicating your needs, your wants, your guidelines. So using the example before with honesty, if someone was to cross this boundary, you could say to a person, I value honesty. When you lied to me about this, it upset me. I need some time to myself right now or whatever it is that you need in that moment. That could also be, you know, I really need to talk this through with you right now, or I need a break, whatever it is. This is going to be, of course, dependent on the situation. Now, assertive language should be really clear and really I statement focused. So when you talk about things that are based on yourself and you are saying, I feel like this, it puts less blame on the other person. So it means that you are talking about exactly how you are perceiving the situation and feeling about the situation. If we go to a situation and say, you did this, you did that, you made me feel this way compared to, I am feeling hurt right now. I feel like this has happened in this situation, etc., etc. It doesn't only stop you putting blame on the other person, but it also creates that boundary for them not to attack you back as well because you haven't actually put or outwardly put the blame on someone. You are telling them how you have perceived a situation and how you are feeling at the end of the day. And of course, the blame and the the maybe more aggressive way of going about it can cause problems and can often worsen conflict. So this is a really, really great way to communicate your needs to make sure that we aren't exploding on people and we are able to have a really healthy conversation. The last part here is about learning to say no and of course being really strong in your response. It's about making sure you stick to your rights and the things that you have identified for yourself. So sometimes people might not understand or might actually become upset with your personal boundaries. Remember, this is more about that person than it is about you. This is especially important to remember if you are in a situation where a person might be controlling, manipulative, or abusive. They may not agree with the boundaries being set, but this isn't about them. You have the right to take care of yourself. So there you go. That might be one of your rights. You have the right to take care of yourself. You have the right to express your feelings if someone has hurt you and you have the right to set boundaries. Setting boundaries is a process. It is something that we may all need to continuously change and improve on over time. Again, writing things down helps so much, not only in the initial part, but actually helps to see growth and understand why you feel the way that you feel. Setting boundaries, of course, is about trusting yourself, believing in the best for yourself and respecting yourself. And at the end of the day, no one knows you better than you. 
That is all for today's episode. I hope you guys are enjoying these and continuing to enjoy them. I am so stoked to be here and to be making this content for you. Remember to subscribe or follow me wherever you are listening so that we can keep learning together. I hope everyone stays safe, enjoy your week, and I'll be back in your ears very soon with another No Stupid Questions episode. See you later.